With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VGW void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus and it's a welcome to round the boards the speedway podcast to this evening we're going to start with a sh- short tribute um as the news filtered through this week on Thursday evening we were all devastated by the news from Balmoral that Queen Elizabeth II had died the death of Her Majesty the Queen was a huge shock to the nation and to the world. She was a rock on which modern Britain was built. Our country has grown and flourished under her reign and Britain is the great country it is today because of her. She ascended the throne just after the Second World War and championed the development of the Commonwealth from a small group of seven countries to a family of 56 nations spanning every continent of the world. We are now a modern, thriving, dynamic nation. Through thick and thin, Queen Elizabeth II provided us with the stability and the strength that we need. She was the very spirit of Great Britain, and that spirit will endure. She has been our longest ever reigning monarch, an extraordinary achievement to have presided with such dignity and grace for 70 years. Her life of service stretched beyond most of our living memories. In return, she was loved and admired by the people in the United Kingdom and all around the world. It is a great time, it is a time of great loss, but Queen Elizabeth II leaves a great legacy. Whatever our opinions of the monarchy, the Queen was a mother, a grandmother and a great-grandmother. And for now, we leave Queen Elizabeth II to join her loving husband, Prince Philip, and say, thank you, Your Majesty, for your service to this great country. And with the passing of the second Elizabethan age, we usher in a new era in the magnificent history of our great country, exactly as Her Majesty would have wished, by saying the words, God save the King. So once again, thank you for joining us on Round the Boards of Speedway podcast. As usual, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Kane Watt and Rob Ludlow. How are we doing this evening, guys? Hi, guys. Yeah, all good here. All good here, mate. I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> feeling good. Feeling good. Um, obviously, uh, a lovely tribute to the Queen there. Um, and we, sh- we should move on with the show. 
Um, and this week, obviously, we've got plenty to go through again. Uh, we've got a review of the Voyans GP from the weekend, and then we look forward to the GP starting again next weekend in Melilla, Sweden. Um, some other bits and pieces, some British final previews, our meetings of the week. Um, some more predictions, the Watt versus Ludlow Challenge, and obviously we've got Aaron Summers coming on the show for an interview this week, so plenty to look forward to. Um, but I think where we're going to start this week uh, is obviously in Voyans, and guys, we've all been mugged off again. Oh, the one week we don't pick Bartosz Marslik, he decides it's time for a win. Um, personally, I think I should get a point because I did call that. I did say now that nobody's nobody's said Bartosz Marslik is going to win one. So I think on yeah, that basis, I get a point. I also picked Robert Lambert and you all were like really surprised and he came second. So I think I should get a point as well. And Nathan but should I, get, I should get a point. No, I should get a point because Leon Madsen was on the podium. So Personally, I think me and Kane should get a point and Nathan shouldn't. I'm fine no, with that. None, I think that's stuff. Like two against none, one. Uh, I think we call that majority. And um, none of us yeah, get points. And Smarslik is my pick for Melilla, so you can't have him. Oh. So Kane, you can have Yanovsky this week as a sound. <laughs> so anyway, the meeting itself uh, won by Bartosz Smarslik. Uh, Robert Lambert finished second. Leon Madsen third. Patrick Dudek was fourth. Um, Kane, what did we think of the meeting? I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. Really? Yeah, I actually, I actually really enjoyed it. it. The racing wasn't like great, but I couldn't really figure out who was going to win because Smilesick wasn't really dominating. I thought Dudek was looking good for a while. Um, so was Wuffington, but then the semi-finals happened. Rasmus Jensen, by the way, what a guy. Um, but yeah, I just it wasn't the racing. It's not the best race we've seen this year, but it was entertaining. I don't, know yeah. what, I don't know what your thoughts are. Rob, uh, Rob I mean, from the from the offset, Gates 1 and 4 were obviously clear favourites in this one. Um, but then but then Smarzik's managed to win a final off a gate that no one's... I mean, everyone looked like they were in treacle coming off gate 3, but apart from him. Yeah, I, he, he somehow he pulls out the bag, doesn't he, when he, when he really needs to. Um, gate 3 at most tracks is a bit of a bit of a graveyard and it was proven to be that avoidance. So for him to pop out the gate off of gate 3 and, and when it is... Yeah, he just he just he just does it, and the other way that bike uh, the way that bike drives to the first bend, um, you, know, you, you, you sort of, when you see the the slow mo replays, you're not necessarily he doesn't necessarily drop the clutch quicker than anybody else, but the way his bike drives, he's got some serious um, serious boys in the pits doing the setups because he just wherever track he's at, he just gets they just get it right. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him with a slow bike really, where where he's been slow, even when he's not won a race or been. You know, if, if he's if he's had a dodgy start in a heat and he's been at the back, he's always been on the pace. He's never he never looked like oh, he's not really got the setup quite right tonight. He always he always seems to find the perfect setup everywhere he goes. So, yeah, yeah, it's. I think that was uh, that's probably curtains for the world for the world title. I think I think you would have needed a a Madsen winning a Smarslik not making the um, final for it to to be. But I think I think twenty points is is too much now. I think I do have yeah. a stat. If we, someone would like a stat. Um, go on, go on, stat man. So there were only two race wins on gate three: Bartosz Mazik in the final, and who else? Gate three. I don't remember. Look at the results, please. I know Dan Beauty. You wish. It was Mikkel Mikkelsen <laughs> in heat seven. Ah, uh, that I remember now. Yeah. Chapelski second, Lebedev's third, and Vakulik broke down. Hmm. And that was the first race I think that gate three or two had beaten both one and four. 
So, stats. It, 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 it seemed to me that Gate 4 seemed to tail off in the semi-finals, actually. Obviously, um, I know Woffenden was off four. Yeah. Um, was Mickelson off four as well? Possibly. I think he, he was, yeah. He had a broken ankle, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, so as as we talk now, Mikkel Mickelson has ruled himself out of the Melilla GP, but he will be riding in the SEC um, fourth round, and also he'll return for Torren as well. But um, it, I think it was a practice accident at Lublin, I believe, where the the engine fell on his ankle, which has broke a bone yeah. in his ankle. So it's unfortunate for Mickle, but he rode through the pain barrier um, to get himself a semi-final place on Saturday. Uh, one thing I just wanted to pick up with you, Kane, is your your fellow Cumbrian friend Dan Bewley. Big um, Dan. Well, just just missed out on the semi-finals with seven oh, points in the end, but it was the robbed, inc- robbed it was the incident, incident in the fifth in his final race where he touched the tapes. Um, Bartosz Smarzlik was next to him. Um, there was a little bit of movement from Smarzlik, not his bike, I might add, but shoulders. Maybe. Um, gamesmanship or cheating? I don't know. I don't think he would have meant to do it. But, you know, it's if he did... Not, if he you, did... You're not going to that mind games, though. I mean, if he, if it was, fair play. It's not illegal. But Dan will learn. I mean, yeah, it, we've seen it before. You know, Calvin Tatum and Eric Gunderson from years ago. It's it's always been a thing. Um, Just it just happened to, happened to happen to Dan. And... um. Yeah. Well, what, what what did you think on the incident, Rob? Um, yeah, it's. I think I think it's a fine line between deliberately moving and sort of flinching a little bit. I think it's um, if it is gamesmanship, then he's done him. He's he's stitched up down Bewley like a kipper, really, isn't he? But you know, it's it is what it is. You know, Bewley obviously had, had, had won the previous two rounds and snuck in with a win on his last race in Vroxlav to make the semis and then and then into the finals. He's on a bit of a roll. Maybe it's a bit convenient if, uh, if you know what I mean. Like if if Beauty pops out and wins that race and gets himself in the semis, he might do might go on and do the same thing. But I don't know. It's mm, maybe might have maybe. I just think you've got an experienced Grand Prix rider here who's got inside an inexperienced rider's head and done him up like a kipper basically. But that's not the only. I think it happened to. Um, I think Rasmus Jensen was complaining about somebody as well and that might have been Schmarslick as well I think it's I think it might be a rule that, that could be looked at a little bit um because not the riders again. not <laughs> this again because <laughs> the riders the riders in the middle two in the in, in the middle two gates are, are always at a slight disadvantage when they're looking at the tapes because they both look I mean you know if you just look down directly at the tapes you, you're not going to see anybody else but obviously the way they do it is they look at either end obviously because the, the tapes don't I mean Another weird thing in Spew is that is the tapes don't in the middle don't quite go up as quickly as they do in the on the outside and in the inside, so they're already at a slight disadvantage. And any movement they're going to move as well. You know, if you catch if, if you catch it in your eye, you're gonna you're gonna move a little bit, aren't you? So I don't know if if you start going down that road, is it, it become a bit too strict, or do you just say move as much as you like, just don't touch the tapes? Mm, yeah, I just I just think people have got to be wise to it a little bit. I know it's very easy to say you're obviously going to react when there's a little bit of movement next to you, which which has cost some people. I think the the fact that Lambert touched the tapes as well and Bewley off the middle gates, I think they were both trying to anticipate the start, to be perfectly honest, because they knew how bad the gates were. But um, it didn't do Lambert too bad in the end. He, he, he finished with a win in his final qualifying heat. 
won his semi, second place in the end, and he's put himself into a great position. Now, um, if we just go and look at the standings now, I just want to talk about these for a bit. I think, obviously, we believe Schmarslick with two rounds to go and a 20-point lead um, looks set fair to be world champion again this year. Um, for me, Bewley and Dudek, again, in third and fourth, I think they're looking very good. Lambert in fifth place is the one for me, Kane, with two rounds to go, one of those being at Torren, which is his home track in Poland. I, I believe he's going to make that top six. It's his best chance as any. He'll know Melilla as well because he's been riding in Sweden this year, I think. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I think he'll be up there. Um, he's really tent on the last two rounds. So, if he just keeps his form up, he doesn't have to necessarily win them. If he's making semi-finals, then, you know, you, you're more or less taking points off someone in the top six, I'd assume. Um, and then if you make the final, you definitely are because you're in the top four. So, yeah. But then also, if you look at the standings... Um, I, I'm still. Yep. I still don't think Yanovsky's safe, even though he's got I, two rounds that. Are, I mean, the two know. I really fear for are Yanovsky and Lindgren. Uh, the only saving grace for Yanovsky uh, is Melilla's his home track in Sweden, yeah. and 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 a Polish round to come. Yeah, you would expect him to maybe have the edge over the two. Well, Waffenden you could and say Lindgren. the same thing for Lindgren though, because he's got a home round and yeah. he'll rise in the extra league. Yeah, but. I just, I, would, I just sense that Lindgren's a little bit in decline at the moment, a bit like Janowski. Yeah, um, um, it, it's hard to call. It'll be one of those three, I reckon, for the last space. I, I think Jason Doyle's probably a little bit. How about sick. we just say this: Ty Wolfenden finishes sixth, and we're all right. Yeah, I mean that yeah. would be the ideal scenario for British Speedway: three in the top six. And I said yeah. at the start of the year that we're going to have none. So, yeah. oopsie. Good well, work. Cheers, boys. Nice work. Back at it again. I, I actually think I said that we wouldn't have any either. But to be fair, Dan and Jack Holder weren't in the competition when I said that. So. I, oh, they were when I did, I think. <laughs> but, yeah, so Leon Madsen, obviously 108 points. Bewley then in third, a further 17 points behind. With Dudek a point behind Bewley now. Um, of the ones outside, Mickelson now looks probably, well, most most probably out of it. He's going to find himself even further adrift after this. Rob, we'll come to your guy, um, Jason Doyle. A little bit of encouragement. This one, a, a, a place in the semi-final. He is eight points off sixth place, though. Do you still harbour any hope for him making the top six? Um, mm, oh. mm, no, probably not. If I'm being totally oh. honest with you, probably I'm, not. I think I'm going to have to just rip everything up here and say I do. I the Jason Doyle here has some hope. No, I think he'd be. I think he'd be fine in. Um, in Melilla, oh. I'm just not sure if I'm not sure what I'm not sure if it's the Polish round. Is he the, used to ride for Tuan, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just no, I'm not sure. I didn't. Uh, yeah. oh, Back your boys, the support, Rob. Come on, what is waning? You sound it's, like a fan, it's not. I mean, it's not that. I, I, yeah, no, I, I just don't think he's going to get there, mate. To be honest, I think <laughs> it's. I think it's. I don't think Lingren's going to make it either. I think it's. I think it's Janowski or Woffinden. I mean. They're sort of, I mean, the two of them, Janowski and Woffin, are sort of having a, a bit of a competition between them to see who can be sort of in the most decline at the moment. But I, I'm not sure. I just don't think Doyle's quite got it in him. I, yeah, I think it's, it's uh, he's going to need a two set. I think he's going to need two semi-finals at, at the very least. Um, I think he's going to need a final in one of the rounds. 
um, a final and semi-final might just do it. But I think eight points over two rounds, it's, it's doable, but I'm, I'm just, I, I don't, I'm not so sure. I think it's just, I think it's between Inoski and Wuffingham personally, Jeff, even though Lingren's only two points off. I have another stat. I have another stat. I repeat. Go on, go on, so, stat man. Mikkel, not Mikkel Mikkelson, Matsu Inoski even has made four semi-finals and three finals. Ty Wuffingham has made five semi-finals, but only one final. Uh-oh. So if Inoski makes a semi, Chances are he's going to extend the lead, but Wuffenden maybe not. Okay, um, but I'm still I'm still team Wuffy, so it's fine. Right, okay, well, well we'll look at our predictions then, and, and obviously this week all of us blobbed. Uh, Leon Madsen for me finished third, Robert Lambert for you Kane finished second, and Dan Bewley finished in tenth place in the end for no points for us this week. But now we look ahead to Melilla, uh, and obviously the news. <clears throat> Do, who's the girl? Do we know who the wild card is? Oliver Burnson. Oh, Oliver oh. Burnson. So he's the wild card. Um, Lebedevs will once again be in for Anders Thompson and Jakob Miskoviak will be riding for Mikkel Mikkelsen. Um, so some new riders in there. So um, looking ahead to this meeting then and we'll get your prediction on this one. We'll go Rob first for this one. Um have you taken Smarslick? Are you are you declaring well, you're taking Smarslick? I was like looking at he won it last year, funnily enough. Um, <gasps> but he didn't he didn't have the greatest qualification process. Um, he had to win his last race to get to eight points, and then he won his semi and final. So I, I don't know which way I'm going to go yet. I'm having a little think. That's why I've gone to you first, so I can buy a bit of time here. Mm, I mean, I'm looking at looking at form. Looking at form, if I if I didn't want to go Smarslick, I don't know why I wouldn't want to go Smarslick. I think I've got a decent enough lead to be all right. I think I could just sort of avoid going Smarslick for two rounds. I think I'll be all right. Pick Chapelsky then. No, I'm you know I'm not a lunatic. Um, oh, God, God bless Pavel. Yeah, him. I love him. <laughs> Pavel. Pavel Chapelsky. We could always do yeah. We could always do a prediction of who's going to finish last. As in, yeah, in the round, do, I think yeah. I know who's going to finish last in the series, but which finishing last in the round is another question. Um, I'll we'll tell you what, we'll clear, and then we'll decide if we do that for the last one. I tell you, looking at looking at form. Oh god, that's bold, Rob. That's very bold. Oh dear, very <laughs> oh. bold. Where is he? I know where he's going. I'm going to go Patrick Dudek. I like Ooh. that. I like that a lot. Is where I'm going to go. However, I have just looked at an old result, and I don't like it as much, but. Okay, well, we're going to... Oh, wait, no, it was that meeting, so it's okay. Patrick Dudek is locked in. Kane, we'll come to you next. Hello, it's me. I'm going to be really boring. I'm not going to say it's Maslick. I'm not going to be that boring. I'm going to go for a man that has won it before and also finished third. And he's in a bit of a decline, but I don't care. Freddie Lindgren. (laughs) Freddie Lindgren, he's a good choice. Won the Swedish Championship on that track. He is from Sweden. And he ran into Patrick Dudek once, and that's sort of like his famous moment. But was that the one where he uh, he sort of did a wheelie to avoid it? Yeah, that's he sort of hopped the that, bike out of the way. That was that was. That's ridiculous. when I said that like I didn't fancy the Dudek thing, and then I saw Felix Clued, and I was like, oh, oh, it's that match. So yeah, it's that one. He's all right. That crash. Yeah. Right. Okay, that is locked in. Do, do you know I was going to be really bold, bolder than both of you? Yeah, it, it, it's somebody who probably. A tape, a tapes exclusion may have cost him a win in Melilla last year. Pontus Hasbrun. <laughs> I, 
Then I don't want to say his name. I, Jason I don't Doyle. Think he, I was there. Yeah, you it's not going to be. Can you just say Jason Doll straight afterwards? Yeah, I am going to be boring this week, and I'm going Bartosz Marsley. You're so boring. Yeah, I think he's going to. Well, he's he's, he's going to wrap up. Now. He's he's not winning. I'm going to tell you now. He's he, not winning. Yeah, when we come to, I, I, I reckon, should we just bring in a rule next season that during the GP series we can't you say have to Bartosz pick first Marsley. and second place. You can't what? pick Bartosz Marsley. But if Laguta and Saputinov come back, can we still pick? Mm, yeah, that's it's about. Yeah, maybe. No, I mean, you have to pick Adam Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say I haven't, but I hope I haven't picked Adam Ellis for anything this season. I'm going to check. You've oh, picked no, Sheffield. Bro. You picked Sheffield yeah. about every week, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, Ellis is probably riding that. He was due to ride this week, I think. You've not picked Adam Ellis for anything, apart from Sheffield. Oh. That's okay, then. <laughs> right. Where shall we head now? So, another big meeting happening. Um, I assume it's still going to happen towards the tail end of this week. Next Sunday, the restaging of the British final at Bellevue. Uh, 3pm start. Um that, that date was selected because um, rider availability. So the original field should all be in place. Well, bar, Damien, Damien Hume is a broken collarbone and I don't think he's going to be available. Okay. There's also um, uh, b- 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 Kyle Howarth. Is he going to be fit? He should be riding. As far as I'm aware, he didn't break anything in his crash. Uh, he, he pulled out at Kings Lynn, I yeah, know. Yeah, he pulled out of something, but I don't is. think yeah, he's actually like badly injured because I, mean, I haven't seen anything stating otherwise but other than that I believe the original field will all be in place also just, looking, just looking while you've mentioned Carl Howarth you've reminded me um, Dan Beverley Robert Lambert and Carl Howarth will be representing Great Britain in the Czech Golden Helmet sometime this oh, year I can't remember what it is that'll be October won't it probably well we've only we've only got two months to choose from so yeah. so Nah, it'd be British Christmas Day. British, so. The New Year's Manchester, afternoon start. We'll come to you first, Kane. Acceptable or not acceptable? Ish. We'll wait and see. If it rains, maybe. Who's your prediction then? That's what I was waiting for more than anything. Dan Bewley. I'm, I'm, I'm not like going wild and I'm not going to say Paul Stark. I'm just going to say Dan Bewley and he'll win and it'll be all right. Oh, I don't know. Rob, we'll come to you. Um, <laughs> do you want me to draw it out, or do you just want me to say who, I'm, who we're all going to say? I can draw it out if you like. I don't mind. I can yeah. I can spend five minutes discussing why Leon Flint is possibly a winner. We've but, got an hour and a half on the radio, so we've got to like pad. I mean, pad I could it. pad it out. I could go with. Uh, sorry, I could, why are you I, picking Harry McGurk? <laughs> I'm going to go for Jack. Uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm not going for Jack Smith. Um, he beat Paul Stark. He did beat Paul Stark. That's why I'm not going to pick Paul Stark. And he passed him as well, didn't he? Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, I think he popped on the he nipped on the inside of him, didn't he? I think it was quite quite a, quite a nice little win actually. Um, I'm not going to pick a Warrell for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to pick Nichols. I'm not going to pick Danny King. I'm not going to pick Howarth. Do you want, I can run through everyone I'm not going to pick and then pick who, I'm, who we're all going to pick. Yeah, no, I'll on. just pick who I'm going to pick Dan Bewley, boys, actually. <gasps> Shockingly enough, I'm going to go wow. for Dan Bewley. Oh, my God. Dan Bewley's in. 
Right, okay. Is it up to me to pad it out a little bit more? Who, who didn't we talk about? Connor Mountain. He's there was a there. reason we didn't talk about Connor Mountain. Because yeah. we knew you were picking him. <laughs> it was Adam Ellis, reigning British champion. Uh, so, do we know? Is this person going to the? Is this wild card for the Grand Prix next year, or is that a touchy subject? Uh, I don't think we know actually. I, I'm not. In, well, it's probably a touchy yes. subject. Should we just say yes? Should we say yes and start a rumor? Chance in it. And We've say one rumor coming later. So don't we don't start two. We don't want to get told so, um, off again, again, again. So if they have the British final before the Grand Prix next year, what's going to happen then? Um, this one gets like a free Christmas dinner. The other one can go to Cardiff. Seems fair. Maybe maybe the winner of this gets first reserve at Cardiff. I think the winner that of one of them. That sounds awful. Should, Congratulations, you're going to ride, but you're probably not going to ride. But you can go anywhere. Yeah. Well, no. Judging by the track, judging by the track, I think you'll get plenty of rides, especially on day yeah. two. Jason Edwards turned up and he had eight rides. They want one. I think, I, think I would rather. I'd rather watch the meeting itself, get a free ticket to the meeting, than actually riding it. To be fair. I don't know. Would you Would you want to watch it? That's oh, a fair point. Yeah, but at you least go for the weekend. I tell you, you what, no, 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 you get a free ticket and you get free drinks. I think so that would be all right. I would take that. that. I'd take that. Yeah, but you're not a rider, are you? No, yet. But yet. I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I doubt that, mate. <laughs> I need to wear, lose a few stone before I start doing that. Um, yeah, I I, I'd say, take it. I could say Chris Harris or Tom Brennan, but. I'm going to be boring like you two and change my mind after the last one and say Dan Bewley. What's the point of even doing this prediction? <laughs> we either all win or we all lose. But we've all picked different ones for the Grand Prix, so... Yeah, but just, should we just remove the British final? I think, I think nah, you should have Chris Harris because you just picked him last time. Why don't, you, why don't you take the three riders that finished on eight points and randomly draw them out the hat? How about we just pick second place as well? Oh, that's an oh. interesting. I like what, that. Is that an extra point if you what 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 well, we yeah, think? Because so, we're not going to win anything on. Well, we're not going to gain or lose anything by all picking the same rider. So why don't okay, we pick right. second place as well? Okay. Can we pick, pick Dan Bewley for second? Mm. No, <laughs> actually, yeah. Go on, Dan Bewley. Dan Bewley. No chance. You're not going to get max. You're not going to get maximum score there, are you? Um, this is where we all feel like Chris Harris, isn't it? I don't I'll know. I'll go first this time, and I'll pick Chris Harris. <sighs> I'm going to have to pick someone else now. <laughs> Right, I've got one. I've got one. Who picks? Who picks first? Rob did. No, Kane did. So it's Rob this time. Um, you know, I, I'm, mm, mm. um, you know, I just don't. I'm not sure Brennan. I'm not sure. I, I like. I obviously, I like Tom Brennan. I think he's very good. But I'm. Am I? Am I sure he's going to have another meeting like that? I'm. Mm, It's quite difficult, this one. Um, no, he's not even in any form, is he? I was nearly going to pick Adam Ellis, but he's not even in any form at the he's moment, still injured. is he? Oh, okay. Well, he's not injured, not... injured, but he's riding. He's he's injured, not... injured, he's riding. He's not, like, fit, fully fit, I don't think. Ooh, ooh, yeah. um, oh, go on then, I'll go Tom Brennan. Why not? He's gone Tom Brennan. Good I'm, I'm going to just absolutely change things up, and I'm not even going to pick Harry or Brennan. I'm going to go for the master of the gate and go, Steve Worrell. <laughs> just to be oh, just to on be a different. so on a track where passing is quite highly normal. However, you picked a rider that's a game. One key subject: three p.m. start. It's it's not the middle of summer anymore, mate. Is it? 
it's still not going to be that. You, you're likely to get a bit. Of, it's likely to be a bit damp. It's not. You're not, you're not looking change. at thirty I'll degrees. Change. No, no, no. Don't no, change. No, no, change. You keep. If you want to throw away a point, Cumbrian top two, Richard Lawson. Let's go. He's no, going to win something eventually. He's throw, got to win no, something. Second isn't winning though. Anyway, he's winning Warrell, my prediction also. You can keep. You can keep Steve Warrell. I've put Steve Warrell. You put Steve Warrell. It's fine. You can keep Steve Warrell. We both know he's not finishing. Well, he might. I've, be, I've already but. figured out why he's going to finish second because he was Bellevue number two. He's now Wolverhampton number two, so now he's going to be British number two again. It's um, an interesting theory, and he will score two points in the final. So you reckon the rider that's third, that's fifth in the averages for the two teams he's raced for, is going to finish second in the British final? Yes, ahead of Chris Harris. Chris Harris, who Tom is Brennan. Daniel Nothing. King. Steve Worrell is actually number two in the Bell Averages, isn't he? I'm certain. Steve Worrell. He's like that doesn't sound right. He's not fifth. No, he is number two. He's number two in the in the Bell Averages. They just like riding him and Masters together. Ah, right. Okay. I'm just gonna check. See, see, number two. It's it's written in the stars. Steve Worrell and the the number two just go to go together so well. Does that mean Richie Worrell will come third? Well, that's not on the prediction, so I'm not going to say anything. I'm just looking. Steve Worrell. Oh, no, I'll tell a lie. He's now down to number four in their averages. He was oh. number two in their averages, though. Was and is. is two completely different main things, yeah, mate. He's still averaging 7.2. So, Mind you, the whole of the Wolves' top five are above seven, so it's not too bad. That including bonus points? It's got to be. Um, it's got to yeah, be including bonus points. No. That's their, well, that's their rolling average, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, it can't possibly be without bonus points. No. But um, just moving back to some of our meetings from, from last week, um, obviously the... Ed- oh, he's gone. Well, let's make some noise up halfway through because Nathan's disconnected. So, Yeah. So, Rob, so, how are you doing today? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all right, mate. Um, yeah, me too. Um, are we still on the radio? Oh, sh- uh, probably not. No, but I'm going to keep this in the podcast because I'll probably forget. No, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, should we should we pick something to talk about? Let's pick something to talk about. Should we just talk about something like that's not even related to Speedway? Um, no, no. Like, I tell you like what. If you want to keep this in the pod, episode. if you want to keep this in the pod, we could always talk about. I mean, how I could talk about the. How we could talk about how bad Kings Dinner. We could talk about um, the housing estate that could be going up at Swindon, just yeah, for let's some talk news. About the housing estate is going up at Swindon. Okay, well, there is news recently that's come out here that the uh, there has been planning permission granted for a housing estate to go up in the car park at the Speedway. Well, I say Speedway, at the currently dog track, because let's be fair, it's not been used for Speedway for three years now. So, um, Which is, you know, has put everybody on a little bit of panic mode. Um which is quite common for Swindon fans at the moment. Yeah, it's pretty common. Um, so, yeah, everybody's slightly on panic mode. Um, a few uh, slightly choice things were sent to the MP. Um, but he oh, assured me. He's back, he's back. We can stop talking about Swindon now. Yay. Nice, there we go. So where, where was I? I can't even remember what I was talking about. Um, oh, so, so the pairs uh, at Bellevue and Sheffield is now at the end of October. Oh, yeah. So... That'll be well. Like we were fun. talking about Swindon. If you want to carry on talking about Swindon, Go on, oh, well, I was purely. I was just mentioning that the uh, uh, there was planning permission for a housing estate in a car park at Swindon, which has obviously made a lot of Swindon fans panic. And um, but apparently, the housing estate, although being given permission to be built, can't be built until the stadium's built. 
but the stadium is built being built by snails. I'm I'm honestly certain of that. Oh, I think so it's just, just by the way, I killed three snails on the way home. Yeah, so that it, means I mean that's it means it's going to take even longer to get built. Yeah, sorry, guys, um, it's my fault. In about nine months, they've managed to build. Well, they've put the footings in for a car park. So they've put some fences up. They put some fences up. I mean, on the uh, currently the, the current pace, I would predict it would be built by about twenty thirty four. On a good, you know, I think that's that's pretty good effort. If you're lucky. Yeah, we might be able to have Jason Doyle at number one in the National League by then. However, speaking of uh, Swindon, there is a rumour that a certain team close to Swindon may be going to the Premiership next year. Oh, are we going with the rumours? Are we going with the rumours now? We're going to the rumours. Well, so, the rumour. Okay. So, I mean, that is... Yeah, I mean, it was quite enjoyable to watch them get beat in the Championship. So now it's going to be even more enjoyable to see them get beat in the Premiership instead. Not if they get the number one that is also being rumoured, which I don't actually believe, but Dan Bewley to Oxford, question mark. Thoughts? It's a bold move. It'd be an interesting one. I think it's, um, let me find the right word, absolute rubbish. That works. I think that rumour is absolute rubbish. Um, I don't know know why you would, I mean, I'm just a Swindon fan, so I was going to say I don't know why you would want to go there, but... I don't know. If, if there's any club he's going to race for in Britain, it's going to be Bellevue, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. But he's he not going to go on the uh, Tatum Talks podcast that I think it was like, because everything's decided so late in GB, it's like just a massive hassle to get done. Like, just yeah. even come over. So, if it happens, hooray. If it doesn't, oh well. Oh, it'd be nice to see him back in the country, back in, back racing in Britain. It just I just wouldn't be happy if he was racing for them. <laughs> no, and Nathan's gone again. See, look, you've said that, and he's a closet fan. I've obviously just upset him. So now Um, we have to do it again on our own. And yeah. I think we should just continue as if we are on the radio because I'm entirely sure. Well, we're not on the radio. We might be able to. I don't think we are, but we are definitely on the Round the Boards Budo podcast, which you can listen to on the radio uh, every Monday at 8 pm on bhpradio.com. Sometimes Nathan is here, but right now he isn't. Yeah, we do like the main host to be here. Yeah. Um, also, when, when we are on the radio and this happens, you don't get to hear our lovely voices. You might hear Nathan's, but... Yeah. Aaron Summers is here, but Nathan isn't. Aaron, you're the, now the new host of Round the Bars podcast. How, do, how does that feel? <laughs> That's all right, eh? Yeah. Um, welcome. Cheers, thank you. Just so we're, we're, current, we're just waiting for our, our main host has had, has had a couple of problems, so we're just waiting for him to rejoin at the moment, so... Quick talk, I'm busy messaging. Um Good work. Yeah. I I do feel that filled the gap pretty well with an um there. He's back. Yeah, Welcome you're back. back. Everyone is here. Now let's just hope it doesn't <laughs> explode again. The silence is not a good good thing. I'm I'm quite scared. He's I'm still here, mate. I'm still, I, Nathan's here, but I, I can't hear him. I'm not sure if he's talking. But he, he did speak, but now he's not again. Yeah. We can hear you. Oh, hello. Welcome, Aaron. How are we doing? Good, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Be, be better when the Wi-Fi kicks in to speak. I'd be enough more for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually lucky we put in a new line, not, well, a year ago now. Like, before that, my line was terrible here. Yeah. Well, so thank you for coming on the show. Well, Andy's gone again. Thanks, oh. Aaron. See you next time. 
someone's got a worse connection than me. Uh, he, he was, I think he's doing something because he had a head torch on and everything. So a head torch. He looked like he was... yeah. he's back again. Welcome back. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. Spoke too soon there. <laughs> well, hopefully, we can get through this interview. Yeah. Without any more mishaps. But, uh, well, uh, thanks for coming on the show, Aaron. Yeah, no problems. Delighted, delighted to have you on here. Um, uh, obviously, we wanted to have a... Um, you made a comeback this season with Oxford in the Championship. Um, and as it stands, we believe you are retiring. Is this still the case? Yeah, yeah. That's end of this season. That's I'm definitely done. I was... He's not gone again, is he? Uh, I couldn't hear anything that happened there. I think he's gone again. Can you hear me now? We can hear yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I can't oh, wait I to was... edit this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I was just <laughs> apologies, Aaron. I was just saying we were hoping okay. you had a story about how um, someone had persuaded you to come out of retirement. Yeah. The the um. After this year, that'll be me finished. Uh, we're hoping to be able to move back to Australia um, really as soon as we can. Um, ideally, it'll be the end of the year, uh, before the end of the year's out. Um, but it just, yeah, it all depends. I'm trying to get uh, approval to take my little boy across with me. Yeah. Oh, lovely. And just looking back on this season, then you come in, you come in uh, late into the season with Oxford. Um, to help them out. How did you enjoy your season at Oxford? Yeah, it was good. You know, the, I went done, you know, as good as I think I could have really done for them. Um, everything seemed to go all right. You know, the scores were coming through good, which was great. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, that way I can't complain at all. Um, I think my average, looking at the Speedway star there last week, quickly was up to like eight points something. Um, which shows how well I've done, really. You know, I had a different form last few years and that I just, yeah, things weren't quite happening as good as I would have liked them to and what have you, but we've managed to get back up there now and hopefully, uh, you know, getting the spot at Ipswich as well, we can get that part finished um, and finish winning the league would be great. I think he's gone again, so maybe we should take over. Uh, it would be a good way to end the season with a, a league title, wouldn't it? And definitely a good way to end the career. Um, probably something you, people dream of. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah. you know, one of them things you just want to be able to try and do if you can. Um, otherwise, I mean, my season would have been done weeks ago if I didn't get the spot at Ipswich. Yeah. Um, you've had a few clubs in the Premiership, haven't you, throughout the years? Um, you've been to Ipswich before, I think, right? Uh, not no, I've not not ridden for them. No, um, no. we've spoke literally pre-COVID. We we were pretty much well at a deal, and then obviously COVID will come in, um, and then just yeah, one thing after another, and then they try to get me in a few guest bookings and what have you. The time it hasn't worked for me when I've got you know family commitments and things like that, but we've managed to now. Yeah, make it work, you know, so it's good. Definitely. And um, it's fair to say you've had a, your fair share of clubs throughout your career as well, um, all the way back with Bucks, I think, in 2007 and Edinburgh as well. Yeah, you know, I uh, first come over, like, 
and then the first full season was 2008 but my first year here I was here for like two months and done a bit with Boxford um, and then like ended up being in with the Red Car Cubs as well and yeah it, it's been good times um, you know I had some great scores great achievements with clubs and things so I can't complain yeah I mean uh, the double in 2008 probably the one of the best ways to start your full career over here with uh, Edinburgh they had a really good team back then yeah definitely you know we, we had such a good season that year um, it was great um, getting all that you know and then I've done it with Coventry as well which was awesome um, so yeah you know I've done well in this country uh, haven't done a load in Europe I've done a bit but no, happy with you know how things are going. And like I say, if I bowed out on on winning the league with Ipswich, that would be awesome. Definitely, but you, you do have the uh, Australian Under Sixteens Championship as well, don't you? From nineteen ninety four, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, I would have been two two thousand and four. I think that would have uh, been. I'm gonna say um, that's quite a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, I uh, would have been two thousand and four. That would have been. Uh, was my last year in it, and and yeah, we managed to to get the win, which was awesome. Rob, do you want to take over? Because I don't really like doing this. Yeah, no problem. Um, so, like, uh, just away from Speedway, when obviously um, you're retiring at the end of the, uh, the once the season's finished with Ipswich, what 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 are you planning on doing when you when you head back to Australia? Uh, so, <clears throat> with all COVID coming in, obviously no Speedway. I, I had a valid balloting business, and then COVID stop that um and then i went on to building caravans with a guy and um that keeps me super busy uh when i'm not at speedway um so yeah i've got a business partner lined up in australia to start business with over there um i done my apprenticeship in cabinet making with him um and then he went on to engineering and stuff and then yeah, yeah we, we spoke a bit and you know we've both got really good skills and qualities to do that kind of work together. And yeah, he, he's keen to start working for himself instead of other people as well. Um, so we, we've got a plan together of how to make it all work and obviously try and get a business name out for ourselves is, is going to be the, the challenging part, um, which we've got a few options for. So hopefully once we get across there, we can get things rolling and, and make that as a, as our business, you know, and, and work for ourselves yeah yeah sure um so um obviously when you when you head back to australia are you is is that in in terms of speedway completely done or are you going to do a few 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 um meetings here and there in australia in obviously your, your summer or winter or is that is that um, in terms I might, of the yeah i might still do the odd few you know i'm not too bothered um i'm not taking anything speedway related back with me um but there is there will probably be opportunities that will come through while I'm over there to be able to, to ride a bit of speedway. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't say no to it, you know. Um, it's not something I don't think I could just drop completely. I'd like to go over there and help some of the younger kids out a bit, uh, which I know likes of Shane Parker does and stuff. He's from Adelaide as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, you know, we can still be involved, quite, and bring some more of these youngsters through and, and get them across into Europe perfect um and then what was uh I, I imagine there might be a few few lots of fans sort of wanting to know how did um how did that sort of move come about did you did you sort of uh were you getting in contact with teams and wanting to race or is it just a, a case of Oxford sort of 
trying their luck a little bit and just 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 seeing if they could bring you in or um so obviously i you know i worked for jamie through berwick for a while um for a good few seasons yeah and there was a few clubs sniffing around a little bit um but i'd got rid of most of my stuff and I was kind of set. I, I, we were hoping to maybe have a date to be able to be moving back to Australia quicker than we have got. Um, and so I was still here, you know, and just working every day. Um, like I say a few clubs contact me and I was still in touch with Jamie, my my two boys. They both race the championship series that he that he runs for mini bikes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then also Beric's only 20 minutes away from my house. So I was starting to go there and help some of the lads out there a little bit. Um, you know, and then they were struggling. So I was looking at, they possibly get me back in there. And I think with the averages it didn't work. And then he rang me, I think it was a week later and says, what about Oxford? And I says, man, if you can make it work. And he, he sort of knew what I needed to be able to come back to the sport. Um, and, and, you know, I know that he was a great boss to work for and, every, and reliable. So it wasn't too much in the ways of having a guess about coming back. Um, I knew that the move to Australia wasn't going to be happening before the end of the season. So, yeah, you know, I done it. Didn't have I had like four days to get two bikes ready and everything sorted, pretty much. Um, yeah, you know, normally you've got it all winter to do, and I had yeah, like four or five days, I think max it was. Um, and then we didn't even yeah, didn't even manage to get any practice in, which we were hoping to. Um, so we just ended up straight in, straight into a meeting after being off since the end of last season, which I think was like August or September, something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's probably my longest period off of a bike. Um, I think we finished on eight or nine points in the first meet, you know, so it was good. It's not something that I'd really lost or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, they say, if the scores keep coming through for Ipswich, we'll do good for them as well and have them happy for bringing me into the team. Yeah, perfect. Um, so obviously, uh, Oxford have come, have, have sort of returned, have returned this season with I think it's fifteen years out. How have you found the? Obviously, the track's not new per se, but how have you how have you found the sort of how have you found the track now that it's been sort of redone since they've since they've come back into league? Uh, it's been good, you know. Um, obviously, the weather, the odd time, the fact that we had that really hot spell and trying to work out sometimes the watering for it and things like that were tricky. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know. Jamie got it all to work in the end and we, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, like I say, my average went right up. So I was, I was happy with all that. Um, and yeah, we just, yeah, I can't complain with how it's gone. You know, it's, it's kept me busy and what have you. So it's been good. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I have noticed that Nathan's back. So I imagine Nathan's got some sort of prepared questions. So if he wants to have another crack, before I've got the quick fire ten to move into. To be honest, um, you've you've asked a lot of my questions, and you two have, have carried me quite well this week. So I'm, I'm ready to hand the, I'm ready to hand the mantle over to you two. But apologies, Aaron, for the connection problems. But no, that's okay. I mean, no for me, the only the only real questions um, I had were like, you've rode um, top leagues in this country. You've won elite league titles. What? I mean, for me, this is <laughs> Rob will laugh at this, but what's it like to be involved in a title-winning side? What is what is it like to be in the pits with these guys? Uh, it's awesome, you know. Obviously, 
uh, it also takes a good team bond really to to make teams work um you know you can't just turn up every week and not everyone get on and things like that everyone's got to get on as well um so yeah, everyone sort of gels together you know we also have laughs outside of speedway all, all the, pretty much i think every team will have their own group chat as well you know and um where we all chat about and laugh at each other outside of speedway too um so it's been awesome you know the, the coventry year that was awesome when that was like my first uh elite league title um and and that was yeah just awesome that to win that that title with them um obviously i've done it with edinburgh as well um which as well was good um uh, Obviously, the the whole Coventry thing when I done that that was a long time ago, and the sport was a little bit bigger, I think, in this country back then. So the celebrations were a bit higher than than what any club would be now. But yeah, it's been awesome. Um, like I say, to do it again this year with Ipswich would be mega. Yeah, like we talked to, with Rasmus Jensen on the show before about what it means to have uh, camaraderie in the side. Um, for you, is is it just as important to get along with your teammates as it is perhaps to join someone purely for the financial gain? What's that? Sorry, I, I missed some of that. Sorry. So I was just saying, like um, we talked to Rasmus Jensen about camaraderie in sides before, and for you, was is it just as important to have a, a team full of people that you get on with rather than just the financial gain? Oh, definitely. You know, you like it would just be like anyone else at their job, you know, turning up and thinking, I don't like the rest of my team I work with. You know, it's, you've got to kind of get on with them as well to make it work. It's a, it's a team event. It's not just about one person. Um, so yeah, you've, you've kind of got to like them as well, but it obviously you, at the start of the season, you don't have the choice of who's going to be in your team. It's, you know, down to the team owner and a team manager and things. Um, but you, you find that most riders will get on with each other. So there's never really too many issues that we have like that. Uh, yeah, lovely. And obviously, we've talked about a lot of things on this show um, involved. Some of the things that probably annoy us a little bit about British Speedway. In terms of track preparation, how do you think the tracks that you've ridden on this season, how, how would you rate them <coughs> overall? Um. You know, most of them have been pretty good. Um, trying to think what of any bad ones I've really been to this year. Uh, I was at Plymouth a few weeks ago. That wasn't the greatest. Um, you know, I think that had issues the previous week or something as well when we were there, um, which wasn't great. You know, I, I obviously now that uh, the shale is never always going to be the same year in year out that the tracks get and club. So maybe trying to cut costs as well, uh, which is understandable uh, with the cost of everything going up more. Um, and then you, you've got more environmental stuff coming in more and more now each year and more regulations that they've got to stick by to what they can do and things like that. Um, so it's definitely, it's not an, not an easy job for them. You know, they're, they're trying to put on a racetrack that's going to please the crowd and also has to please this, you know, the 14 riders pretty much that are on the track at the, at the race days. And I mean, just just finally from me, really, uh, one last question with with the season that you've had, 
have you had any second thoughts about retirement this season? Um, no, nah, it's it's not really an option there. Um, like I said to the guys before, there we we sort of plan to have everything set in place a lot earlier than we have. Um, things are just taking a little bit longer. Um, we've trying to get. I want to take my boy with me across to to Australia and what have you. So I've I've just got to get all that sorted before we can put everything in motion. Um, but my wife, like she has to be in Australia by June, it's June or July next year uh, for her like residency visa to be like for her to withstand it all. Otherwise she'd have to try and apply for everything again. And it did take a lot for us to get it all sorted. Um, so yeah, we don't want to be going for all that again. You know, it costs a lot, a lot of money to get that sorted for what the visa she's got to make sure we didn't have any other issues further down the line in a few like some people in like four years and stuff have to sit tests and all sorts of stuff um otherwise sometimes they can be told that they've got to leave the country so yeah it's it's not an option um like i say I, i've been here a long time now and um you know i've got to think about my kids as well they don't like me when i'm injured um mm. which is all part of the sport and then also I, i've missed a lot of my family you know i've I, it's not like a, the first couple of years I sort of I was backwards and forwards through the winter and then you know I uh, had kids over here and things and then obviously it was a lot harder to go back every year and spend the full off season in Australia and then come back and things you know I'd, basically I needed to have a house here and what have you to live so trying to pay for that as well as go back to Aussie for the, the off season it wasn't getting easy um, so I have just sort of gone back for the odd holiday every couple of years or what have you. So now obviously family's health's not the greatest. Um, my dad and my grandparents and things. So I'd like to go back and, and help them out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, and family's obviously the most important thing in all this. We can, we can all enjoy Speedway, but um, families have to come first. But um, for me, um, it's a big thank you for your not only coming on the show, but also for your commitment to, to British Speedway at a time when we need um, riders like yourself who have, who have been here for many years to, to help progress this sport in this country. Um, I think it's only right that we should bid you a, a farewell and, and a good luck for the future. Um, before you go, though, Aaron, I think uh, Rob's going to fire some quick fire 10 questions at you. Yeah. Yep, I'm all ready to go. So, uh, yeah, it's just um, a quick ten questions. There's nothing, nothing, nothing to catch you out or anything. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, question number one: um, Your favourite track? Ooh, favourite track. Um, to be fair, I don't really have one anymore. Um, there's quite a few I enjoy. You know, um, Glasgow was one of my real fun ones to race. That you know, I done a few years there, and I was pretty dominant around there for a, for a good while. Um, and I, it's a track I enjoy going back to to race at. Um, you know roughly what you're going to get sort of week in, week out there and, and stuff like that. Um, so I'd probably say that that would have to be my favourite. Um, the, the, the tracks that are still running, probably back in you know a good few years ago, Coventry was probably my favourite. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, no. um, number two, uh, your, the favourite rider that you raced with? Favorite rider I raced with. Um, 
the season I rode with Darcy Ward, that was pretty cool at Swindon. Um, you yeah. know, have such a high caliber rider, and obviously, I've got that with Doyle now as well. Um, but yeah, Darcy was pretty cool to ride with. Perfect. Um, number three, your three favorite things about Speedway. Three favorite things um, that it can be my job. Um, what else do I like? You know, going out there and, and pleasing the crowd, um, you know, doing what, what they want us to do, go out there and win um, and winning, winning titles and trophies. Spot on. Um, number four, um, if you can remember your first pro race, where was it and where you fit and where you finished in that heat? Oh, my first pro race. Probably uh, a classic class like the Edinburgh days. Um, I think the year that I come over, maybe in, in like 2007, they end up needing a guest and I come in at reserve. And I think might have even been my first race. We, we got a 5 1. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. The most memorable one probably was my first paid maximum at Glasgow for Edinburgh. Uh, yeah. I touched the tapes and then uh, got put off 15 metres and still managed to get the paid win. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I suppose as an Edinburgh rider at the time to get a paid maximum at Glasgow, I, mean, that was, I imagine that was pretty special. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it was a big rivalry. <laughs> yeah. Um, number five, your favourite rider ever, past or present? Uh, it's got to be Lee Adams, I think. You know, uh, he, he was a man that just everyone looked up to, and I know he's still trying to do a lot for the sport as well. Um, back in Aussie, you know, um, he's a major idol for a lot of riders. No, that's a that's a great pick. To be fair, that's uh, I'm I'm confident about the last the all important last question here. So, um, <laughs> number six, your uh, your best moment in Speedway. Best moment. Um... Best moments, probably. Obviously, the Aussie title is probably as big as an individual one would have to be. Uh, I've never really been that successful, much else individual stuff wise, really. Um, so I would say that one. Perfect. Um, number seven, your least favorite thing about Speedway? Uh, all the traveling and <laughs> the traffic jams in the UK that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, the roads here are pretty dreadful. Um, yeah. number eight, um, Foreign club, so continental club, you wished you'd have raced for? Um, I, you know, I, uh, to be fair, any of the extra league clubs would have been cool. Like I say, we didn't quite get to where we wanted to be. Um, but yeah, literally any extra league club to race for someone like them would have been, would have been awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then number nine, um, your pick for the, the winners of the three three leagues in Britain this season? Uh, Ipswich. <laughs> um, 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 well, who's the others in the next league? Because I don't, I don't follow it too much. Um, the top six off the top of my head is Paul, Glasgow, <laughs> Leicester, Leicester, Plymouth, Redcar, Edinburgh, Edinburgh. To be fair, I think. Paul's probably going to be the ones that'll do it, I think, looking at their team. It's going to be a Paul or Leicester, for sure. Um, but I think Paul will have the strength through a little bit more. Perfect. Um, and if you can remember a National League? Um, <clears throat> who's in that one? <laughs> um, you've got... Uh, uh, Berwick. Bellevue. Um, Mildenhall. Kent. Uh, another Plymouth team. Oxford. 
Oxford. Yeah, Oxford. Yeah. They're in the playoffs as well, I think. And Leicester. Oh, no, and Leicester is and Leicester again. Yeah, I'll go for Berwick on that one. Okay. And then the all-important final question. Um, so, for any reason, I'll need you to pick one of these three clubs. Uh, so, Workington Comets, Kingsland Stars, or Swindon Robins. Don't do it, Aaron. Swindon. Don't do yes. it. No, I, I, there I, we I go. did it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I've, re- I've ridden for them, so... <laughs> Perfect. Spot on. So that's, yep, yeah, perfect. That's, you, you've made me happy and everybody else miserable. That's how we like to do things. I don't know how it is, but I organise all the guests that come on the show and yet I'm still losing. <laughs> <laughs> Kingsland, isn't it? It's Kingsland. I don't think this. Yeah. No one likes us. It wouldn't be you if you weren't bottom, mate, would it? Uh, we're not bottom. <laughs> <laughs> But um, anyway, massive thank you for coming on the show, Aaron. Apologies for the problems uh, again. But, um, uh, no problems at all. We uh, we wish you all the best for the for the for the for your rest of your career and your future in Australia with your family. Um, yeah, thank, thank you very much, guys. Everything you've done for British Speedway, and hopefully we can speak again in the future. Yeah, spot on any time, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks very much, Aaron. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Hey, you two have got a future in this, I tell you. Don't want one. Yeah, no, I'm, that was that was that was as as far as we go with the interview, and I think. But you've done really well there. One day I might actually sort my connection out. So you better. We'll see. <laughs> well, I ima- imagine if we were professional, what we did. Well, yeah, I, I enjoyed listening to that. It was it was good. So, but uh, we'll carry on. I'll take over from you again. Never fear. Uh, where should we go to next? I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to the quiz now. Bit of light-hearted fun to get us over that. Oh, so, it's, the, it's the Watt versus Ludlow challenge. This is the best part of the show by far. Uh, it's part to be fair. It's probably my favourite part, apart from the Winnie guests, of course. But currently, 11 ten to Rob. So Kane, you need imagine to my shot. Let me just get my question up. So. <laughs> Based on the fact that this weekend we'll see the Grand Prix of Sweden. The Grand Prix of Sweden? 44 stagings of Swedish Grand Prix. Grand Prix of Sweden? What are you on about? You keep cutting out. So, uh, you listen can, to the I'll question carefully. There have been 44... There have been 44 Grand Prix in Sweden. Not necessarily the Swedish Grand Prix. Do you get me? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Scandinavian, yeah. Nordic, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Cheeky. So, and he's gone. You reckon he's going to ask? Either, I reckon he's going winners or tracks. If we get I'm to, I'm going to go winners. I would. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be winners. Talk amongst yourself. Yeah, I think it, it'd be winners or tracks, one of the two. But I don't want to start guessing in case <laughs> I get the wrong one or I get the right I'm one. Back. He's back. You are. There you go. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah. Oh, good. Right. So yes, there have been there have been. I'm going to race through this quickly now. 44 <laughs> stages of Grand Prix in Sweden. Right. There have been 24 different winners. There we go. Swedish Grand Prix or a Grand Prix. Okay. So all I need you to do is guess is them name all. me the 20. Is guess the 24 winners? How did I know that? Oh. So, 
since 1995, this is, obviously. So, who should we come to first? We'll go... Kane, you can go first this week. Freddie Lindgren. I said it before. Freddie Lindgren. Freddie Lindgren. I've seen him on here somewhere. Yeah, Freddie Lindgren's correct. Over to you, Rob. Um, Bartosz Schmarslik. Schmarslik is correct. Back to you, Kane. Emil Saifudinov. Oh, that's bold. It's correct, though. Um, Jason Crump. Yes, definitely. I think he's about five-time winner, Jason yeah, Crump. Yeah, I, I seem to remember him winning it a few. Um, Could be a short quiz, this one. Uh, <laughs> oh, come uh, on, man. Um, there are still some very good rides Tony Rickardson yes Um, thank god Nicky Pedersen Nicky Pedersen is correct Uh, Thomas Golob there's still still some very big riders on it Thomas Golob he was good wasn't he Golob's bold in Sweden isn't it that's very bold it's correct though oh um, Greg Hancock. Yes. Uh... <laughs> Everyone is a struggle. There's still some very big um... riders on. So you stop saying that because he's gonna he just keep naming big riders and I'm not gonna win. So just uh... you butt out of it. I've got to shut up you. <laughs> um <laughs> Joe Screen, say it. Say it. No. <laughs> um I'm going to have to say someone soon. E... I hope you haven't said him because I've like not been listening. Oh, no. Oh. He was good at some point. And Ty Wuffington. Yes, correct. Oh. Well, that's annoying because that was the one I was about to say. Well, I bet you can't guess what I'm going to say when it comes to me again. I do. Um, mm. You said there's some very big riders on there, so that's that's concerning. But are they good or are they just really tall? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I mm, I tell you what, I've got a name in my head, and I'll say it, and I'll lose, and I'll be gutted because I've come out with names quickly, and he's thought for about half an hour. Um, I think he has. I think he's one one. I'm going to go Andreas Johnson. Oh, good answer. He has. 2006 in Melilla. Um. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to use up his allotted time by now. This is... Um... Can I give you both a clue? Yeah, go on then. No, no, no. no. Why didn't you give, me, why didn't you give a clue when it's my that. turn? I notice you keep giving clues when it's his I'm turn. I'm the favourite. Because no, the clue would help both of you. Well, it's my turn. Okay. You can give it the clue when it's Rob's turn. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. accept that. Anyway, back to it. Um, he's just buying time. That's all he's doing. It might not get back. Someone Robert good. Is. Someone good. Someone good. Laguta didn't win. Did he? No. Are you going Laguta? No. I I, was, I said Laguta and then quickly followed it with didn't win. So, it's all right. 
sorry, we've only got 20 minutes left on the air. So if you want to like Don't worry, get I'll a name out a bit sharp, it's happy minutes. I'm playing to full time. Um, I think we got Harry in. Mark Laram. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that is a stunning answer. Oh, the oh let's go. 1999 in Lynn Chopping. Where? <sighs> Lynn Chopping. That's yeah, where we're going. Well, yeah, same. I was trying to avoid this one because actually, what was the clue? Oh yeah, what was what, the clue? What was the clue? Well, I've just lost one. Uh, there are still three ex world champions on the list. Ex world champ, um, three ex world champions. One, two. No, actually, it might be two. Actually, yeah. I might have lied to you. No, it is three. Sorry, yeah. Woohoo! Just got to think of all the world champions now. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough enough thinking about it. I've got a name in my head, and I'm I'm praying. I'm oh, hang on! You, you reckon ex-world champion? I'm going to yeah. do it. Jason Doyle is correct. Ex-world champion. Um, There's only two left now. Only two left. Um, I don't even know who was world champion. Not oh, you got me looking at nineties now. I think we haven't we've used up the twenty-first century world champion. No, you haven't. Oh, it can be him. I don't know. Can it be him? I don't know. Might be him. Could be him. Should we say it? Go on, say it. Chris Holder. Correct. Oh. 2011, Gothenburg. Mm. Did he win it that year? No, 2012. Oops. All right, I'm going to... Please don't let me down. Don't let me down like you did in the playoffs against Wolverhampton. Lee Adams. Lee Adams. Oh, dear. Is wrong answer. It's correct. (laughs) Was it wrong? Was it right? Was it wrong? No, it's right. He's run it about four times. Oh. 2002, uh... 2007, twice, 2008. We're really struggling now, boys. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> well, I was struggling like after my second answer. I'm sure, I'm genuinely trying to think of riders from the 90s at this point to try I'm and... trying to think of riders. There's still, a, there's still a world champion in there. Still a world champion. It can't be that one. <laughs> I can't even think of them anymore. Um, it, it, ah, in front of right, me. okay. You said there's still some big names, okay? I would we, I we, would still classify... I mean, there's a couple in there, two or some, three that are big names. You said there was names. big names, and I'm thinking of big Spooder riders, but not possibly big names, but big riders, okay? Six, seven... Tall men. Neil Cushing-Everson. But you'll go? Yes. That is correct. This is this is hard. Like there's only nine left, and I want you to get to the end. So I'm going to tell you that six of them are still riding. Six of them are still riding. Crikey! Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I've got a couple of names floating around in the head here. I'm scared now. Um. When you said no, it's all right. I won't ask for any more clues. That would sort of give it away a bit. I think it's cheap. I might need a super heat question if I do. Super. Yeah, I mean, mm, I'm, mm. Not set, I'm not happening. It's no draw. Did he win one? Did he could could he have won one in Sweden? It's a bold one. Has he won? No, I don't think he has. Ah, oh. this I is a friend. I tell you what, actually, mm, <clears throat> this is bold. Billy Hamill. Excellent answer. 
That is correct. What? <laughs> <sighs> mate, you, I tell you what, he was absolutely on fire in the 90s, mate. Late 90s, early 90s, he was on another planet. He was world champion. That's, that's what I mean. Last, that's the last world champion on the list. I didn't even know Billy Hammer was world champion. Yeah. I'm, I'm really sorry, Billy, but... You've got eight left. This is what it is, eh? Um... And six of them, six of them still ride. <laughs> six of them still ride, yeah. Yeah. Question is, when you say still ride, do they still ride in the series? That's the question. <laughs> oh, I guess that not. question. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go that far. I don't mean no. That would be a bit. That would be a bit. I don't even. Six I, I'm, I'm going to say no. Maybe one. Maybe two. But like, nah, no way. Um, I tell you what, it was good for a little while, and I think he came second one year. Did Yari Campbell win a GP in Sweden? Oh. oh, you know what? He did. That's correct. You're also annoying, is that was my next answer. Oh. <laughs> I am pulling these right out of my uh-huh. you-know-where. Uh, um, has he won one? Yes. That would be... Jason King has won it. Jason King? Jason King has won a GP in Sweden. He's been in it for a few years now. Leon Madsen? That is a wrong answer, Rob. <laughs> he threw the pen before he heard. <laughs> How many did we get? Kane has tied it up. You've got a fair few there. There's only... One, two, three, four... There's only six left. No, Antonio seven Lindback. left. Nope. Incorrect. You. Rob. I'll start from the top. Tommy Nudson. Do you remember Tommy Nudson? Oh, I've got a stat about Tommy Nudson. Yeah. Yeah, this is the this is the stat episode. Um just let me like try and remember it's something like that. It's like out of all the GPs you've rode in, it's like the highest win percentage. And he's only rode in like five, but he yeah. won like two of them. So he has like I a think I knew that stat, yeah. It's like a thirty percent win percentage. I think he won the first one in Rockslav as well. Uh, I, I don't that. know that much. Um, anyway, uh, flying Ryan Sullivan, he's on there. Then we come to the, mm. the last five who are still riding. Hans Anderson, he's one one. <sighs> Rooney Holter, he's one one. Poison Dwarf, Kenneth Bier's one one. Kenneth Bier, oh, the big gosh oh legend. God. I don't know what I got. Matty Zagar's one one. And you'll kick Has yourself it? over the last one. Go on. Magic Yanovsky. Did we not? I was, I was thinking about him, but it's just where he's so where he's so unpredictable. You don't know where he's good and where he's not. So I just sort of I was I was banking on him not being very good in Sweden. But there well, we go. That ties it up eleven eleven, and we look forward to next week. Or you may not. I don't know. Probably not. Not on the basis of that. That was hard. Let's carry on with the rest of the show. We'll we will go to our meetings of the week now. Um, Two we've decided on this week. Um, Edinburgh and Redcar appears again. Are, are we going with the same scores that we did last week? Yeah. Same teams, isn't I'm it? Quite, I'm quite happy to go with the same score as I had. Me too. I uh, forgot what it was. Yeah. 59 you had, Kane. 51-39. Yeah, Rob, Actually, you got 48-42. No, no. 50, 51-40. Yeah, whatever I said the first time, I'll pick that. Do I say... Hey. Sorry, so remind me just just a quick just a quick thing. 
who um oh hang on no don't worry don't worry ignore me ignore me because it's the same meeting we've just put the same meeting on haven't we because yeah. it got it got rained off sorry i was about to say what was the score in the first leg but ignore me because this is the first leg um yeah uh you know i'm not so sure anymore i don't know i tell you what actually i'm gonna go 50 40 50 40 i almost changed to 50 40 but i'm still sticking with all trusty 51 39 basically a friend of mine went to watch Red Car at Paul and he said Red Car were dreadful that night. So it's sort of just, and that, we were talking about that the other day. So I it's was, sort of. I was going to make mine a little bit closer because a friend of the show, Ryan Anderson, told me Casper Anderson is actually good at Edinburgh and I said he wasn't very good. So might be a little bit closer, but I'm oh, not changing okay. it now. So and he's a reserve as well, isn't he? Their reserves are quite good. You know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to say 49 41. That's the same as me. 48, 42. Not... I've changed my mind again. All right. I'm not saying you can't go for the same as me. But... I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I make the rules here. So what are you doing? 48, 42? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We shall then move on to our other meeting, which is Leicester against Poole. Uh, this is Knockout Cup semi-final action. Oh, what a meeting. So we'll come to you first, Kane. Okay. I wasn't expecting this. Um, it will be... An absolute slaughter fest. Leicester are going to absolutely smash him. Or they won't. Okay. They might not. I don't know. It's not happened yet, so I'm, it's all guesswork. Did you know? Um, Leicester will win the meeting, and they will win by a certain amount of points, which would make the result Leicester 53, Pool 37. Lovely. And I would enjoy it lots. Okay, we'll come to we'll come we to all, Um I I I would be very happy if Leicester smashed Paul, but I'm not entirely sure the if Paul hitting podcast is back, baby. We love it. Um I you know, I'm gonna stick I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with fifty forties all round. Come fifty forty as well. Interesting. Okay. Fifty. Oh, that was the Leicester, by the way. If you haven't gathered, just I gathered that one. I was yeah. just making sure. You know, I didn't want you to put down Paul and then, you know. Oh my! Uh, oh, let me have a top three, and then they got the Thompsons. Then who's at reserve for Leicester though? Max, Max Clegg, Clegg, Clegg and Max Clegg, yeah. George Thompson, Dan Thompson. Who else is in the team? Connor Martin, Dan Thompson, and the uh, Warrell, Howard, Howard, and Morris. Morris. Moral, Howarth, Morris, and that's the top three. Uh, just uh, the other ones. Paul have got Lawson, Warrell, King, two uh, cooks. It's the cooks. The cooks is the cooks is the pivotal Campanella point. Is the be all and end all. Basically, if they don't score, they're in. They'll be hammering. They are in. The I'm going. 50, I've gone. I've gone fifty-one thirty-nine. Oh, oh, wow. I think it might be. It'll be big. I'm gonna just really quickly, if I can, before we start tangenting off from something else or if I can keep the talking while I do this I'm going to pull up some stats but I might not have time because the British Bureau website is loading and anyway it's loaded and we are now going to the right statistics and we go to Leicester when that loads here we are I am here I have some stats guys go on home stats okay three riders for Leicester averaging over nine Richie Worrell is five, nine five four Kyle Howard nine nine six, Nick Morris ten point seven eight. Joe, Joe and Dan Thompson both have six six four. Connor Mountain is six ninety, and then Max Clegg is a three sixty. That is some team. Hwa. 
crazy. That's some, it done. Uh, That's all I've got. Done. Some mental averages there, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the Wolves averages. But anyway, moving on. Um, just, uh, I think what we'll do now is, as the championship has now entered into its um, playoff phase, we can look at our 7-11 to 11 predictions and add them onto our already accumulative scores. We don't so have, we have to do that. No, it's okay. We don't have to do that. I think we'll do that. Are we, is that because are we, yours are shocking? I've got three red ones and a grey. So. Are we ignoring the Newcastle at the bottom? Yeah, they're, they're folded. Yeah. Okay, so I I want a point for Newcastle. Can we well, just all it have a point? Because you've got big Newcastle, so shut up. Yeah. Okay. I, I get an extra couple of points because I picked Scunthorpe seventh and Birmingham tenth. So hold on me. I'll add them on there. I'm going to add them on to my two. So I've got two more. Um, who's next? Rob, you get two more. You got Scunthorpe and Birmingham correct as well. In fact, our bottom four were all exactly the same. Yeah, we had exactly the same, didn't we? Yeah, Edinburgh uh, really stumped everyone. Kane, well done. Thanks. You've got one. Don't you've got worry one about it, boys. Um, and you've got Edinburgh bottom, which was... Well, no, I brilliant. had Newcastle bottom, okay? Okay, but you had yeah. Edinburgh one above them, so well yeah, done well, that one. you know, I didn't expect them to do what they did, okay? I mean, but to be I, fair, and then, me and, and, and Rob, Plymouth is... Me and Rob only had them. more above that. So I'm going to add these onto the score. So, what have we got now? And Ryan Mitchell had three out of four, and he is the best of all of us, and he will be taking over the podcast next year. Yeah. Yeah. 20, so 23, you got one, and Rob got two as well, so 23, 20, 28. There we go, so, Bob, you're on 28, I'm on 23, and Kane, you're on 20, so you're only three points behind me. Thank you, thank you. Only three, only eight off, only eight off top, mate, it's not. We've got plenty of time. Are we get? are we almost at, like, are we almost at smarged it level of not going to happen. Rob's Calm the winner. Down. No, we're not. We're not that far yet. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's pretty black and white at this point, boys. You need to calm down, you. It's only five. We've got loads. I will make up more meetings than you can imagine to to get me over the line. You then are still. I then I'll just get more points. I don't. I think you just. I think you're just okay, prolonging Rob, the pain. No, no, Rob. I'm going to let you have another point in a minute. Okay, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is it? Um, five. Incorrect, right? Take five points off, Rob. Oh, fair play. <laughs> oh, so, God. Just to finish off the show this evening, we've got a couple bits of news. Um, Jack Thomas has stepped down from Kings Lynn for the remainder of the season. Oh. Um, he's made a comeback after two broken wrists, and unfortunately, the comeback hasn't been too good. I, I know he was... He had one ride against uh, Peterborough the other week, and then he was... He had a full four against Sheffield last week, I think, but I think the the pain is too much for him at the moment, so he's decided to step down. Um, and just finally, looking, there's been a setback for the Edinburgh Monarchs as they look to to move stadium uh, next season from Armadale to to the new West Lothian Community Stadium. Um, unfortunately, it looks like that they've approved the committee have approved the sale to an alternative bidder um, last week. So, despite the club putting a bid together for the new stadium. Um, it looks like the another rival has, has outbid them. So not good news there, Kane and Rob. Absolutely not, no. No, no, that's bad. It, it's bad news, isn't it? Um, when it comes to speedway tracks and, and moving tracks and new stadiums and things like that, it's, yeah, it's all a bit 
it's a bit miserable at the moment for those sort of things, isn't it? Yeah, I know they're looking at finding an alternative location, but I, I sense it's not going to be <laughs> sense it's not going to be ready for the start of next season, at least. Anyway, it seems a bit. It just it's a little frustrating that obviously they they um, they announced all those plans. It, it looked like it was sort of set in stone, really. Um, so it's uh, it's just a shame that that's that doesn't seem to be in the case. Um, I'm not sure. I, surely they would have had some sort of. Uh, deal gone through or half gone through or nearly there to, to sort of announce that it, it would seem a bit preemptive to announce it if you hadn't won the bid already but if they've been outbid it's yeah it's a bit it's, the, it's a the, bit frustrating the only saving grace is they do have the backing from the council because that did is you a say big issue some groups. huh did you just say shaving grace saving grace <laughs> anyway now carry on, sorry. Yeah, the only saving, saving, saving <laughs> grace that um, they have is, you know, the council do back the idea. You know, they're not like completely against the Speedway. Unless they read the British Speedway Forum, in which case they might not back the Speedway anymore. Do they, do, I don't suppose they fancy that council up in sticks and coming to Sweden, do they? That'd be quite Ask nice. Him. I mean, I don't mind. I've got loads of mates on the council, so don't It really would mind. be ideal. Um, if they could. Lots of pals on the West Lothian Council. Pals everywhere. Leave, you leave it with me. Leave it with me. I'll, um, I'll ask him. Well, yeah, it'd be, we, it'd be nice if they could. <laughs> we shall leave that one with you then, Kane, to sort yeah. out for Ed- fans of Edinburgh, of which we know quite don't a few. Don't worry, boys. So. I've got loads of mates. They don't well, talk to me, though. Let's not push it. <laughs> I mean, you know, two is still loads in the grand scheme of things. I don't know. I think, I think you're pushing two. If that, if that mean, two's us, I think you're pushing that. Yeah. I had mates one time. You, you're here. People speak to me for an hour and a half on a Monday evening. Yeah, but yeah. being at work doesn't count. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us on the show, you two. Unless you've got anything else to add? You two are mean. Yeah, I know. You keep coming back every week, though. It's like episode 33 and you're still here. Treat the mean, keep them keen. That's yeah, all that. I can't deny it. I treat Kane like I treat my women. Oh dear! You might want to cut that. Oh God! <laughs> anyway, we're looking ahead to next week on the show. Obviously, we'll have the review of the GP and Melilla. Um, we'll be looking ahead to the final round of the SEC, so we'll have a much clearer picture of, for the Grand Prix series next year. And we'll also have the National League Riders Championship at Scunthorpe to look forward to. So. Barring any disasters, I'm hoping Jason Edwards will join us on the show next week um, and he will be fit to take his place in that in that competition. Um, so, something to look forward to again, boys. And barring any disasters, we might have a full episode without Nathan leaving halfway through. Yeah, I, I might even have to, if I've not got one, purchase an Ethernet cable at some point because my Wi-Fi is more unstable than Me. my hips, I think. <laughs> Did you say? Did you say purchase? Yeah, purchase. Can you can you speak English? Well, I, bet, I was just I was just being funny, Rob. I do know purchase. Yeah, I, I would. I'd leave, I I wouldn't bother, mate. Okay, no worries. <laughs> anyway, this is a really me mean show. podcast today. I'm yeah, glad it's over. <laughs> oh, oh, it's not that, is it? Anyway, thank yeah. you for joining me on the show, you two. I You're hope you welcome. enjoy the rest. Of you. Yeah, no problem. Welcome rest of your week i might anything, anything nice planned work I don't uh, know, it's not nice so no i mean it's not nice i'm gonna go watch some football tomorrow night 
I'll, I'll oh, go no. somewhere and uh, I'll probably make me miserable. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. all right. Well, enjoy the rest of your week, and we shall speak again next week. Bye. Yes. Thanks, Bye. guys. I'm never speaking to you guys again. Network. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.